truth of the matter is, are any of us ever ready, Trav? Ah, uh, not me. I'm never going to be ready. Trav, did you ever see Isle of Dogs? I never did see Isle of Dogs. I heard it was really good, though. Every time I see that pop up, I feel like, um... I'll see it eventually. I, I, I feel like, uh... I really enjoyed the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, I like Fantastic Mr. Fox a lot. I <laughs> You said Fantastic Fister Fox. Did I really? Yeah. Uh, that's a way different movie everybody (laughs) do not rent that movie (laughs) well no it's it's like the sink the p you can only rent that at marriott hotels no no i'm talking about the sink brand the p-h-i-s-t-e-r oh fist okay yeah he's a plumber in that one yeah oh oh, okay you know like our old friend lou albano yeah that makes much more sense yeah sorry slip of the tongue anyway (laughs) In case you I almost had Dr. Pepper come out of my nose. In case you were wondering who was trying to make a fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> did I just say did I say it right You said time? it correct? Yes. That first I, I don't Maybe it was just me hearing it wrong, but oh it was funny. Gosh. That's I all that feel matters. Like it came out wrong. I'm going to be really self-conscious about that now. You're peeking my you're peeking you're peeking me at my anxiety right now. You're peeking me here on uh, episode 37 Consider of Consider yourself to the peaked. Party with Travis Tate. Hey everybody. I'm Jake. That's Trav, and I'm Travis Tate. No, I, welcome. Uh, Isle of Dogs looked like a movie that I, I like. I, I mean, it's stop motion animation, so I'm going to be pretty fast. Yeah, I love that anyway. kind of stuff. But it felt like a movie that at some points I'd be like, "All right, all right, Isle of Dogs, settle down. <laughs> I know how adorable you are. You don't have to keep forcing how precious and adorable you are." Yeah, I, I'll see it eventually. I guess it's I can only see so many things. Uh, fantastic Mr. Fox gets by on the strength of uh, Clooney being a very charming fox. It was also it was it was just the quirky sense of humor that it had. Yeah, it, it, I don't even know how to describe. It was just goofy, <clears throat> but not like not even like uh, Ardman goofy. It was just kind of it was a little dry, but still kind of quirky. Yeah. I guess quirky's the word. It's um, what's that? What's that guy? What's the director? Give me, give me. C. Uh, Thomas Howell. Okay, C. Thomas Howell. I don't know. Directed. That's not no. C. Thomas Howell played uh, one of the kids in the the Outsiders. Was he the guy? In, uh, <laughs> I think I can picture C. Thomas Howell. He was in the he was he was in the blackface movie, wasn't he? Oh yeah, I think he was. Yeah. I've been told yeah. that I look like a fat C. Thomas Howell. I I don't see that at all. Oh okay. That's odd. <laughs> Looking it up. It's very, it's not only odd, it's very vague. It not, it's, it's random. Like, C. Thomas Howell, that's what you came up with? Yeah, that is weird. Uh, is it yeah, Wes, Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson. <laughs> okay. There's a, there is a, a cadre of Andersons. <coughs> Arn and Tully? Or no, Tully was a Blanchard. That are directors, and I... I, I Arn think, and Oli. I assume all of them are Wes Anderson at some point, but no, Wes An- <laughs> it's a Wes Anderson movie, and his movies are like precious little, like, isn't it adorable that this kid's really into photography, but only yeah. with really old cameras, but he only takes... Like Rushmore was Wes Anderson, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the the curse of Rushmore that will forever be upon me, but... Yeah, what was... Your brother, like, <clears throat> I got him to watch Rushmore. I got... He what? He commented on, on yeah. one of the episodes, Rushmore! But. My brother, uh, I got him to watch Rushmore with me once, and he hated it so badly. Oh, really? He uh, makes jokes about it pretty much every time we're together. I mean, it, it's an acquired and taste. And that's how you get the comment Rushmore on one of our, our episodes. I kind of liked it. I think that was as far as... I don't know. I, I can't go back to it now. 
can't go. Back I would have it. no way of knowing if it's good or not. I think Bill Murray being in it made <clears throat> me kind of like it. Felt like it was a a turning point for Bill Murray. Oh yeah, he definitely became like a the indie darling. That's why you you see T-shirts now with Bill just, Murray. Now on he's right just now. the darling, darling. Because before that, he was making kind of bad movies. Remember the man who wasn't there and larger than life and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, Garfield. Like, I'll bet he made a lot of money even Gar- with I, Garfield. Yeah, I hope so. And uh, I feel like there's some story that he got tricked into being in Garfield, but it sounds iffy enough that tricked that, uh, in like they he, they tricked him like they put a million dollars under a box <laughs> and he went to pick it up and they pulled the string and the yeah. box fell on him and they said you can't come out until you say I, these lines. I think that there is some story about like <laughs> oh they told me I was going to be in this movie and I agreed to it. It couldn't possibly be about Garfield the cat. Like, I thought it was going to be Garfield the president, Andrew Garfield. Couldn't tell you. I can look. I can try and look it up real quick. My biggest problem with Garfield is that Odie just looked like a real dog, while Garfield looked like a cartoon. I never, I never saw those movies. They're not bad. Garfield Two: A Tale of Two Kitties. They go to London. Jennifer Love Hewitt's in those movies. Is she really? Heck yeah. Brendan, uh, no, Breckenmeyer, not Brendan. It's Breckenmeyer and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Whatever happened to Breckenmeyer? Uh, I think. I think he has a like clothing store now i don't know it sounds like a, a line of leather shoes breckenmeyer shoes hey, you're talking about like fred meyer the store no fred Meyer. at, at work today uh we have kind of a lost and found brick and mortar how about that brick and mortar yes <laughs> we have a lost and found at our work oh, yeah? and uh like three dvds showed up in our lost and found from fred meyer and i wow. don't know where you would find a fred meyer that has to be craig's right no, I I think they actually were gone by the time we got. It. I found the story. It wasn't that he got tricked into being Garfield. He got tricked because he thought the screenwriter was someone else. Oh, uh, okay. He thought it was Wes Anderson. He thought I, I I'd have to look farther into it. But it was Wes Anderson. <laughs> it was worst Anderson. <laughs> I'll tell you where there's a Fred Meyer. Oh, Idaho Falls, Idaho has a Fred Meyer. Well, maybe I did a, I did a show. From. I did a show in the Pepper Tree Inn. Uh, this is a couple years ago now. I haven't been back since. I've done it twice. A tree made whole of pepper. It's generally regarded as the worst gig in the entire country. And you can still smoke indoors at at uh, in no Idaho. Kidding. And yeah, everybody there was smoking. So everything I had smelled like smoke. Let me ask you so this. So the next morning I went to the Fred Meyer, which is the closest store. I bought some Febreze, and I Febrezed everything I had. I think I already know the answer to this, but was there anything quaint about being at a place where smoking still happened indoors? Uh, no. I sounded like this <laughs> the next morning. I, uh, When I was a kid, you know, going to restaurants, there was a smoking and non-smoking right. section. But the trick was... Being in the non-smoking section when there was a smoking section made it all roughly a smoking section. I remember that. I remember going to the Sizzler, smoking or non-smoking. Yeah. And then they would have vending machines that had so it was, uh, cigarettes. So as kind on. of grody as that is, I wonder if I, like, I'd go in a place and I'd go, oh, I'm brought back to my playful childhood of being around a lot of smokers. Uh, no. I mean, I was around smoking when I was a kid. I had family members that smoked. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... I don't recommend it. It didn't make me feel physically good. No. To be around it. No. It Like I had a hard time sleeping that and I was coughing a lot. It was like a, it was like you were in day 3 of a really bad cold. 
That doesn't sound great. No, not particularly. What day of really bad cold are you on right now? Um, let's see. Probably like day seven. I think I'm on the other side. I'm starting to get better. I don't sound so great, but I do like feel physically better. You sound you sound smoky, but in there the there were times there were times this weekend I was coughing so bad that I almost blacked out. <laughs> that's that's rough. Yeah, it I was, it was not ideal. So the and I kept telling everybody, I it, it's my allergies. It's my allergies. So the reason I brought up Isle of Dogs, I was looking over this list of the uh, Academy Award nominations that came out. All right. And realized I don't watch movies, apparently. Yeah, me neither. I, uh, I've been kind of uh, gorging on blockbusters for a while. Blockbusters are so fun. They are. They are, but I've seen a lot of movies that aren't blockbusters that I really am a big fan of, and probably there are a few on this list that I like, but it, you know, <laughs> the only one that I've seen, unsurprisingly, on the best picture list is Black Panther, which is comedic sounds like I'm talking down <laughs> to it, which I'm not. I think, it's, I think it's awesome that it's on the best picture list. I don't think it has a chance in hell winning. Probably not. Uh, I think that uh, there are a few on here that... Um, I saw Bo- Black Panther and Bohemian Rhapsody. I think Bohem- I really Bohemian Rhapsody, whether it's good or not, has a lot of baggage with the Snyder. Well, it's Singer. Singer, excuse me. But apparently he didn't have as much to do with that movie. He was only a part of it for the like the very beginning of it. Well, I mean, he walked away from it. or Or they told him to walk away. He wasn't involved in any of the like production yeah. post-production or anything like that and it's i don't know how much he actually directed if any of it it's a it's a weird he was kind of forced out i it's think it's a weird thing yeah and he's also, he's a creep also i should say i should state up front i thought that the academy awards are bunk for a long time oh yeah they're like, completely bunk the con- i i'm i am sort of on the fence about like you know saying things are better than the other like films like art like you know, songs, games, movies, TV shows. Award shows make you say, hey, here's a bunch of really great things. <laughs> and we need to decide which one's the best out of these really great things. But even then, you know, but things there's like only this, certain people <clears throat> that decide it. Yes. Yeah, so, but, yeah. but then you let and then you go, well, we should let the people decide. And then who watches the People's Choice Awards? Like, that's ridiculous. It's like I can. Yeah. I, I like the Fast and the Furious movies, but I'm sure they've won at least four. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious and, and you're not wrong The Fast and the Furious movies are Very dumb movies But they are so much fun to watch Agreed Agreed uh, You know But I don't know if they're award quality But what That's what I'm saying is What does that mean it, Awards are just stupid At o- this awards point are, Awards so are generally awards. given to Sort of uh, Like quantifiable Like well we made a really serious movie About uh, A Very serious subject we should have the Late to the Party Award Awards, where we give out awards to the best awards. What would be the best awards? Uh, the Slammies in the WWE. Uh, that really cool trophy that they give to people if they win Nailed It is a pretty good award. Yeah, that's a good award. So far, that's our top two. You yeah. better step it up, Oscars. I don't know. But I, I actually saw this. And, is, is getting slimed at the Nickelodeon Awards an award? Cause... Uh, if it's not, it's an honorary 
it's an honorary award. I want to get slimed. I always is it, have. Is it a curdy? Like, what a weird thing that is that, like, something that survived culture for 30-some-odd years was how cool it is to just dump a bunch of green goo on yeah, people. Yeah, it started on, you can't do that on television, yes. basically. Yes, it did. <laughs> something that people have forgotten all about. What was it that they couldn't say? Was it like I don't know or something like that? Uh, I can't remember. It was a it was some phrase that they if they said I just it, remember they barfs. Remember yeah. barfs. Barf of, yeah. And I, I believe uh, had a real Alanis weird, uh, Morissette was on that show. Can't quite remember, but that does sound a little familiar. Yeah, I think I she mostly was on just there. remember the theme, the weird theme stuff. Yeah. But yes, uh, you can't do it on television. A classic. Classic. Sliming. Cultural phenomenon. Yep. Sliming itself maybe deserves an award. Lifetime Achievement Award. I mean, I'm sick of seeing people dump Gatorade on their coach. I was actually kind of thinking that too. Why not dump slime? The best part of that. Go the next level. Kind of. They have like Gatorade goop or something where you just have a whole entire bucket of that you can dump on your coach. That would be fun. Yes. Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese works great. Put some jalapenos in there. I actually do kind of love the, um, the dumping the Gatorade on a coach because it's something that uh, everybody knows is going to happen. And some <laughs> stodgy, old, grouchy, white guy has to stand there. Or, or black guy, I guess. Whatever. Some grouchy, old, like militant guy who's been a coach and is like very serious and grouchy has to stand there and wait for someone to run up behind him and pour uh, <laughs> a you know big tub of Gatorade on them. When obviously they don't want them to ha- that to happen to them, but they have to let it happen. It's just so overdone. Every bowl game, every college bowl game, the Idaho Potato Bowl, one of the coaches had a bucket of Gatorade dumped on him. It's gone too far. It's not special anymore. Oh, we've got we've got the new tradition of uh, buying the McDonald's now, so maybe we'll stick with that one. <laughs> oh. oh, I sound like uh, Lindsay Lohan when I laugh. Oh dear. <laughs> But um, I, I don't I don't generally like ranking uh, ranking things that are really good because inevitably, uh, I, I I've said I listen to Giant Bombcast a lot. They do a game, they do a gigantic game of the year podcast that I think this year all the podcasts like piled up to something like twenty five hours. But wow. a lot of it is uh, this year they did something different. Years before they would just debate the categories. This year they had like two episodes that was just strictly going over all the games kind of that came out that were more noteworthy and just take a minute and talk about why they were great. And those two episodes were so fun to listen to. When you get into the actual ones, it gets into this way of having to, you know, X person has a favorite and to talk about why I think this thing is the greatest, I have to basically make four or five other things that are actually really good. I have to talk about what's wrong with them. And right. It, it just kind of, it's not fun. I don't think it's fun. Right. It's and, just a big excuse for famous people to put on tuxedos and oh, dresses yeah. and And the Academy Awards in particular, the people who are nominated are winning for probably not their actual best performance. You know, uh, I don't know. Who are some of the, let me see who are, who are some of There's always a Lifetime about. Achievement Award person. Those don't mean anything. Well, I'm saying somebody gets it because they got so, screwed out of other other roles. Yeah, Christian Bale is up for Vice. How much really great stuff has Christian Bale done? I have heard that Christian Bale in Vice is amazing, though. I haven't seen it, but my buddy saw it, and he said 
It is creepy how how much he seems like. Willem Dafoe is up for best actor. What's his butt? Dick Cheney. I kind of. What's I've, his butt? Dick Cheney. Yeah. What is his butt? That that uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that because I feel like there's some there's some guy who looks like Dick Cheney and is a good actor who's like <laughs> I've been I've been here all along. It, it's one of those it's one of those things where uh, actors like that when they get in a role and like they they get uggoed up. I'm like, there's there's uggos who would be great for right. this role who are out there going like, like you guys are already getting all this stuff. This is like the thing I was made to do, and you won't even let me have that. There's a 65 year old guy named Dale Anderson like, like, that does a killer Dick Cheney. Like Jason project. Alexander's out there probably going like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could have done this. <laughs> you know, so I don't I don't even know what to say about. Could you that. imagine? Could you imagine if that movie was the cast of Seinfeld? I'd like to. Jerry is George W. Bush. <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld is Kramer. What is the deal with this mission? It's already been accomplished. <laughs> Jerry, the mission hasn't been accomplished. Oh, I, I don't know. I can't do that stuff. Uh, you know, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Newman's a Democrat, of course. Think about everything Willem Dafoe has done. Aquaman. Is he an Aquaman? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's like... He's a. Uh, I kept thinking he was gonna get, end up being a bad guy, but he's well, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he didn't win for his amazing role in uh, the Boondock Saints, which is a really bad movie, and he's not great in it. But he's so over the top. What he's was that Nosferatu most... movie he was in? Oh, um, I think that's a good movie. It, I've, did he get nominated for that? I I, I don't know why. I asked. I, There's no it way. It seems like he did. Know. It seems like he did. That was uh, something dark. It's not. I don't know. I, I want to say into is Shadow of the Vampire thing. That sounds right. Yeah. Is that right? Like it I feel like right. I would say that's like no, that's a that's a game or something like that. I think I, that sounds right actually. Ooh. Shadow of the Vampire. But uh, uh, Vigo Vigo Mortensen up for something. Vigo's Vigo. done a bunch of stuff. Uh, Rami Malek do in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That uh, he nailed it. That seems like something that is you know, but he's also really young and. It's kind of <clears throat> biopics are kind of one of those things that if you can be <sighs> I don't know how much it is I'm not an actor, but I would think it's harder to create your own character and their personality than it is to do an impression of somebody. Does that make sense? You know, but something I, he about was this, great in the movie. You don't seem not, like the kind of guy who would know how hard it is to do impressions or not. No, I don't. I don't do impressions. <laughs> I've never done an impression on stage. <clears throat> Bradley Cooper's up for it, which yeah, I, I don't. He's know. that's just because of his work as Rocket Raccoon. Everybody knows that. The point being is, you know, directors don't win for the movie they're the best in. I always go back to like Al Pacino won for Scent of a Woman, and he had done Ooh-ah. he had done so much unbelievable stuff before right. that that he didn't get anything for. I've gone back and I haven't watched <clears throat> it, but. I've heard people talking about going back and watching that movie, and it send of a woman. Good. Yeah, that it well, does not age well. Like it's, it's corny. It was, it and was horrible. His, it was his under the bridge in that like he did that role and won an Academy Award, and he kind of kept doing that role over and over again. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen Heat? No, Heat's I, I never got around good. to Heat. Heat's way. Yeah, good. I need to see it. You know, it's just stuff like that. Like, you know, you know classics like a like a diehard diehard's one of the best films ever made it never even it never came within a country mile of 
what would be considered an Academy Award-winning film. So what do you what do you say about movies like that that endure the test of time? And not only not just like uh, um, uh, Fast and the Furious that's unbelievably fun to watch, but you can look at it and go, these are these are dumb movies. Die, Die Hard's not a dumb movie. It's a really well-made movie with some really good actors in it. We should go back and do have an award <laughs> show for like movies that were made eighty years ago. There's some there's some back there. Speak one of them is uh, The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz is turning 80. Did you know that? That's somewhat incredible. I, I think about that a lot every once in a while of when I was, say, like a teenager, that 30 years from that was like the 60s or right. something like that. And thinking of how that seemed... It, it, it forever seemed, ago? Well, it's, it's, Another not, for, well, it's not forever ago. I didn't... It, it seemed like... <coughs> Travis, are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. Um, it seemed like a whole other world. Yeah. And so now I think about I think about the kids today, and think about the idea of like the '80s or something that was was now that point in time where there are kids now that think of something that I was a part of. Well, it was a few how ancient it was. It was a few years ago that we were the same distance from 1985. I guess it was 2015, as when that movie came out. It was 30 years. When he went back to 1955. Yeah, you get you but get a lot of that now. Of it's weird. Social media, social media makes it a little bit of a bummer. It was fun for a little while to get those like, we're finally in the year where so and so movie takes place, and then it's just a a waterfall of like, I don't you know I don't want to know that we're in the, <laughs> you know in the year that Millennium took place. Or my son and I started the Running Man. And it takes it takes place in 2017. Had you never seen The Running Man? Not since I was no. a kid. That's a fun movie. I like that movie. Yeah, we were gonna watch it. I, I didn't have time to Richard watch it. Richard Dawson, spectacular in that movie. <laughs> Richard Dawson makes that movie. So one one of one of Schwarzenegger is better for performances, I think, too. Well, Which is a, I definitely it's a need hard to go thing back to say, watch it but, then. You know, he's doing more acting and less just he's doing more running one liners. He's doing. There is running, yes. <laughs> and he's a man. You caught me on that one. That's good advertising. It's not false advertising. So they're re-releasing Wizard of Oz. That's what. That's Ooh. why I brought it up in theaters. Ooh, I've never seen it in theaters. Have you ever seen it in theaters? Uh, if I had, it would have been when I was pretty young. I'm young enough that I've never seen Wizard of Oz in theaters, but old enough <coughs> to remember when the only time you could see it was when it. They showed it like Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Before everybody had VCRs, it was like, it's Thanksgiving. We're going to watch The Wizard of Oz. I don't take nearly as much advantage of that as I should where uh, local theaters show older movies. Or specifically, there's a lot of shows in the area that like show Miyazaki movies a lot. And I should go, oh, yeah? I should go see more of those. Huh. But like, I did go Frank see... Frank Miyazaki? Yes, Frank Miyazaki. Okay. Frank Miyazaki. Or Haya. I mean, I. He was the director of the the Fantastic Fister Fox, as I recall. Yes, he was. Yeah. I didn't know you knew that. I didn't know you were a Frank Miyazaki fan. Well, not so much a Frank Miyazaki fan <laughs> as a Fisting Fox fan. Are you a Frank Miyazaki file? Because <laughs> uh, we all know the the, the Franks Miyazaki. are the French and not the Germans. We all know that. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> Boy, it's been a long road, hasn't it? I, I drove yeah, on, like, on my way here. Uh, there's a store down the street called Fantasy Bridal. Yes, Jake, the, did you know is. that? The, yeah, yeah. I went in. Did you? 
not a Galadriel dress in sight. What kind of fantasy is this? No, no steampunk. Uh, no wedding dresses. No fantasy. It's normal bridal should be their name. Is it normal bridal. Relatively average bridal. Yeah. Pick up the pace. The salsa. Yes, the picante. Yeah. No, it I, was next to a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I've been. This, We've got it that all was a good one. Here. That was a good one. Is it still good? Haven't been there in a while. Oh, okay. That's Me a, neither. Probably thing I'm thirty bad at, years. Going to local businesses. There is a there is a sub shop up the. What if it was there. Fantasy Burrito? Well, if they have Galadriel burritos, I'm all over it. Yeah. What would be a good burrito? What would be a, any burrito? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a spicy as Mordor burrito. Yeah. That that's the top level want, of heat. You don't want, you don't Mordor. want your burrito to give you the burning eye of Sauron. <laughs> um, there's a, a Philly. That was a good one. There's a Philly sub. Uh, that was a high five. Up, that was a good top. one. <laughs> there's a Philly sub uh, place up the street. I don't know if you've seen it called yeah. Fat Boy Phillies. Yeah. Uh, that was a joke between uh, Cindy Gabe and I because uh, the, it was a farmer's market for about a minute. Hmm. And that closed and almost immediately they brought up the sign that said Fat Boy Phillies coming soon. And then that kind of awful cartoon cartoon of like a kid with his stomach all the way out that you know really makes you want to eat something it was coming soon for the better part of a year and a half yeah and we kept driving past it thinking like that it's going to close down they're not going to they're not going to do it and lo and behold they did it and i keep telling myself i need to wander in and see what a year worth of i'm always up for trying a a philly cheesesteak well there, but moochies is down the street yeah moochies is pretty good is real good yeah so all right, where were we? We were talking <laughs> we, about the Wizard of Oz. I we, think. Y- y- yeah, that uh, that actually excites me. I would really kind of dig going and seeing that in theaters. I think I would. I would probably go do that. Too. I might drag Gabe to that and see how long he'll put up with it because I know he, I know he'd be reluctant on that. I remember when they re-released Star Wars in theaters. It was in the nineties, maybe kind early two thousands, yeah, kind of around. Bef- yeah, the special editions. Yeah. Well, it was the first. No, time not we, even that. They it was released, the first time we should have known. They went back and released. Just oh wait, they did all three special editions, and then they were going to do the prequels again, and they just did the Phantom Menace. They never got to the other two. Yeah, I think that's how it went. It's almost like it's almost like the prequels didn't really warrant being released again. But you know what? I cherish seeing the special editions in theaters. Even though it was, I know there's yeah, stuff in well, there yeah, that's like, fun. whatever, why did you do that? It was fun. But I I never saw Star Wars in theaters. I, I, I saw Return of the Jedi. I'm sure, I'm sure I must not have saw Star Wars in theaters. I've been told that we went to Empire Strikes Back, but I, I would have. I would have been... No, it came out before I was born. And that's back when movies were in theaters for months and months, but I don't... I think I had been no way. for a couple of months when... I was Star late Wars September, and it came out in May, so there's no way I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I was just a few months old. Definitely I don't think I saw Empire Strikes Back even. So, But when we were kids, they used to re-release Disney movies. Remember, it was like almost, I think it was like a seven-year cycle or something. I remember seeing uh, Dumbo and Snow White. and Now they just oh, make live-action versions of them. Right, but I remember seeing the original movies in theaters, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, seeing these oh, yeah. classic movies and going to the, you know what? It, <clears throat> we just live in a different era of it. Where, at the time, uh, at the time that they re-release, you know, the original trilogy, it's like, 
these haven't been in theaters forever, and supposedly they're never going to happen again. So right. We'll go see him, and oh, oh God, why? Han shot first. Oh God, George, what have you done? George, no! <laughs> you know. But there was still the original Star Wars that had light touches that, again, should have been the signal to go, like, maybe this guy shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> and yeah. then prequel fever hit us, and as much as I don't care for those movies, the excitement leading up to it and, like, the camaraderie of friends that were into that stuff was really neat. It was a really exciting time. I remember sitting in line to get tickets for Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, me too. It'll be it'll be really interesting once uh, once this new trilogy is done, where things go from there, and what it means, what it what it means. Because with the you know as much as I've enjoyed things like Rogue One and Solo, there's not a ton of magic in new Star Wars stuff because we're getting a lot of it. I think just the space stuff is a lot of fun. Like Solo proved, and I hope it's on Netflix now. I hope everybody's watching it. I hope tons of people are watching it and it picks up some steam <coughs> guys watch solo the, the the star wars franchise and then disney in particular if they're struggling you should really help them out a little but solo was good it's completely underrated uh, and they can do more movies like that without jedis but if they want to do jedi of course they could do obi-wan kenobi but they could also go back and do old republic stuff and i, I think, think that would be just cool start just branching out and telling like and get away with get away from the Skywalker stuff. Just start telling new right. stories. That's why I'm saying go back and do old. No one's going to go see him, but Sith, sure, go go do that. Sith versus Jedi. Get us uh, stuff. Start making the Knights of the Old Republic. But uh, yeah, I sure I would lo- I would love to go see Wizard of Oz in theaters. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it for a long time, and I'm betting I am a I am a different person than probably the last time I watched it. And I would be incredibly charmed by stuff that you know didn't really necessarily hit me the same way when i was younger yeah i don't remember it's probably been 10 years since i've seen it i hit a i hit a point recently where i'm like yeah i think i want to watch musicals <laughs> haven't really been hitting that too hard because i don't know i don't even know what i that doesn't necessarily mean i like musicals did you see the greatest showman no no my, modern That's musicals good. i think part of it is it's not when i say musicals it's like i want to watch singing in the rain i want to watch some people you know white christmas 60 years ago doing crazy dancing Right. That's not an incredibly overproduced, special effect filled <laughs> dance. I, I want to see dance numbers that are just people dancing, kind of. Kind of. Fred Astaire. Yeah. Shake yeah. those crazy legs, Fred Astaire. Yeah, I, I want to watch a really coked up actor <laughs> just go to town with some tap shoes. I, do you remember when uh, Santa Claus is coming to town when kids would watch it and they'd, everybody thought it was Frank Sinatra? Did they? Yeah. But it's it says Fred Astaire right at the beginning, folks. <laughs> but everybody thinks it's they go back and they talk about it and they're like, Yeah, that one with Frank Sinatra in it. He's not in it. I don't think I, I don't think I've come across that type of person. He was too busy flying to the moon, hey. Hey. Frank Samantha, Sinatra. get off of the moon. <laughs> uh I spent my week pounding through the new season of Marvel's The Punisher on Netflix. And Miss Pat watched it. Did Miss Pat? Miss Pat was loving it. Miss Pat gave you feelings on that. She was about six episodes in season two. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, I need a, I need a line on Miss Pat so I can find out how she liked the whole thing because <laughs> she was liking it so far. I think six episodes in, I was really cool with it, and it it's like Marvel series where it kind of gets out in the weeds a little bit <laughs> late in the season. Like 
there was a lot going on in that season. Oh, really? There are characters who disappear for a while. There are characters who, uh, you know, make complete turns. <laughs> it's, I guess, probably at the at the base of things is John John Bernthal. Yeah, is he is the Frank Castle in the same way that um, that uh, what's his name is Logan. God, I have to think of everything in order. The Greatest Showman. Yes, The Greatest Showman is Wolverine. Oh, oh like, my gosh. It's Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh yeah. Jackman. It's right there. I know. Well, it's... Getting old sucks, everybody. It's not as much if getting old. If you're 22 old, and you're listening to this and you're like, that'll never happen to me. It's not as much getting old, but taking a peek behind the scenes of every... Like, I'm at the front of every subject. I'm not I'm not <laughs> taking time to think things through. I'm trying to think of Hugh Jackman the very moment that I'm like, oh, who's that guy? But no, John Bernthal is Frank If Castle. he was more talented, we might remember him. Yeah. Step it up, Hugh Jackman. Uh... He, he he owns the character. He so. owns the character that I don't know that anybody else. Which, which is saying good. something because like four people have played him in the past twenty yes, years. Uh, so. um, the guy who was him previous, the one in uh, Punisher Warzone, is pretty good. He's he's pretty good. That was uh, oh he's he's in the Thor movies. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that. What's his name? Yeah, he's the he's the fat guy in the Thor movies. Yeah, even though he's not fat, Ray Stevenson I think is his name, right? Is that it? Is it Ray Winstone? No, I think he was in the Flintstones. No, Ray Winstone is someone. Di- <laughs> he was he was Fred Flintstone's oh assistant God, I'm manager. So bad at this. I think it's Ray Stevenson. Uh, but it, regardless, he's really good for that movie. He's no uh, Thomas Jane. Just John, Thomas Jane, who's uh, no Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. That, that I don't even. That's like who's no the, David Hasselhoff. The, no, he was. Uh, oh yeah, he was Nick Fury. Yeah, he was Nick Fury. Oh. Darn it. He was actually physically a pretty good Nick Fury for what they were going for. For the, the old school Nick Fury. Yeah, the old school Nick Fury. Now, I love uh, how much Nick Fury is in that new uh, Spider-Man trailer. It kind of looks like he's going to be in a, a lot of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm Maybe. excited about that because he kind of disappeared for a while it, before yeah, Thanos he's, he's made him really disappear. In, he's not... He's very briefly in Infinity War. Speaking of Thanos. Oh. You know that joke I made on this podcast about Little John pulling the pulling the stones out yeah, of... Yeah, I've st- seen... There's a meme going around. I've seen that. That pisses me off. You gotta get in early on those things, Trav. I made that joke. You could be the meme guy. <sighs> what is up with that? That's not the first time something like that has it's happened. It's meme culture for you, man. They don't care. They steal. I I will say this about that. Am I saying they stole it from me? I will, no. I will say this about that. Uh, but I came up with it independently without a meme. I never saw it on a meme. I thought of it myself. Maybe they stole it from me. Maybe. I can't prove we it. Can, we can move maybe into the definitely category. All right. All right. No, it's a bummer when you I'm You have on, moved me. It's a bummer when I'm on Twitter and see a really good tweet and then just periodically see people wholesale like writing the same thing. Oh yeah, and that's just like that's that's slimy. I'm sure it gets you them views and gets you those likes, but it's gross. Yeah, that is gross, disgusting. <laughs> Don't steal. Don't steal. But you uh, stealers. Yeah, John Bernthal is uh, the gruntiest person I've ever seen in my life. Uh, at least thirty percent of his before. <laughs> but still great. You know, he played Al Capone in. The Night at the Museum movies? No kidding? Yeah. I've never seen those. Yeah. That sounds kind of funny. 
Yeah, he did a good job, actually. He looks like an Al Capone kind of guy. Seems like it. He was a real fighter. He was a boxer. Yeah. Oh, boy. It shows. Yeah. (laughs) It shows. But uh, overall, uh, overall enjoyed it. Good. Just like I'll I get said, to like, it in four years. Like most, like like pretty much every Marvel mo- Marvel property that's on Netflix, it's about one plot line too much. Yeah, I, uh, I've noticed that. I actually have a motivation to watch those now, just in case they actually leave Netflix. Boy, that'd be weird. <laughs> since they've all been canceled, I've, I've considered that. Of like, they're so tied to Netflix, like. If they take, well, they're not going to take them to the Disney. Disney platform doesn't want, especially something like. This I don't know. They're going to have Fox stuff too. They're going to have. They're going to have a separate like a kids one. Oh, but they're like, going to have a sports one. Have you watched any have, of the Punisher seasons? No, I. They I mean, are, I saw Daredevil with Punisher they on are it, but adult in right. a way that Punisher, the way that Daredevil never. And the right. reason I'm so far behind is when I watch those, it's like it's taxing. You know what I mean? I can't just watch three of them in a row like i could with another show it's like watch one take a couple weeks off watch another one and that's due to the brutality of it it's not just the brutality it's just i don't know it's super serious it's not very light-hearted mm, that's true it's just no, I, it's a lot to get through i actually really like the brutality of it like the the fight choreography is very it feels like very uh, a brawl of uh, you know, any show where someone gets their head slammed into a sink or a toilet and breaks it, I'm, I'm kind of going to be on board for that. You know that first fight that Daredevil gets in in season one where he's going through the yes, hallways? That's that's one of the best fights yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, that broke. that bro- Daredevil was good in that Matt Murdock looked exhausted. Yes, he did. There were times where like he would be leaning against something waiting for someone to come at him because he was just gassed. <laughs> and... Punisher maybe strays a little a little into the territory of, you know, I appreciate that this is a a strong willed, tough individual. Yeah. But there is a point where it's like a human body cannot take this punishment. <laughs> it can't take this punishment and bounce back. Do we get any Rosario Dawson? No, no. You what? get the you get the the gal, the Kate something or other. I think it was Kate from uh, Daredevil from da- pops yeah. up a little bit. Because she. I was actually surprised by that. I was, through most of it, I was convinced that, like, they're kind of removing that. I, I, I was curious because, you know, Punisher hasn't been canceled. Um, it will be. Will it? Daredevil got canceled. But those are those are properties that they can bring over to, uh, they can bring over and make them work on the, you know, the Disney, the, the Disney Marvel Universe stuff. Yeah. I don't know if the Punisher is really a character that they can weave into that and have it be as effective. What if they just keep all the actors and give them generic names? Like, instead of Punisher, it's uh, Angry Man. <laughs> instead of Daredevil, it's, it's like, high-risk guy. It's <laughs> Blindy Mick feels bad for himself. Instead of Iron, Iron Fist, Fist, it's, it's like, <laughs> you're really bad at this man. Luke Cage is just L.C., yeah. No, I, I, I have wondered if maybe that and Jessica Jones are two properties that just aren't going to fit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And if Disney has gone like, you guys can keep going with these if you really want to, because, you know, it. I don't know what to think about it. I don't know where, where they were in production when they found out, hey, Disney's yanking a bunch of this stuff. Hmm. And you know what? The season's been out for a few days. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll yeah. see. 
And they haven't mentioned anything about Jessica Jones, so I guess at least another season must be in production. Yeah, she hasn't been canceled yet. We'll so. see. Uh, so, you know what? Marvel's, Netflix's Punisher. Sure. It's a f- I enjoyed it. I can't wait till I give a review in four years. Yes. I'll, It'll be swell. I'll keep up with you on that. So I found a new show that I became obsessed with. And now I've discovered today, which I haven't listened to it yet, I discovered that it has a podcast. It's a show. It's Seems I guess likely. it's on True TV, but I found it on Netflix. Apparently, it's also on Hulu or Prime or one of those. It's called Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, yeah? Have you ever seen it? You'd never heard of it before? No. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd kind of seen the picture. I've never really watched it. I've, I've you know, from the periphery, I've wa- I've seen like a couple of the segments and seen that Adam I've guy on. I loved it. I watched one episode. And I was like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm watching all these. It's a pretty fun series. It's, it's like nice if, to... you, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of like Good Eats with the with Alton Brown, but it's not just talking about food. It's talking about like everyday things and it kind of debunks things it's talking about things that you thought you knew that are completely wrong right like the first episode is security and then there's an episode on immigration there's an episode on food there's an episode on animals there's an episode on like bathroom stuff it's it's awesome it gives you some it. it gives you some real good facts that you can give to some ignorant people and they will just wave away and think that it was bias anyway yeah i mean there's one where it's like they talk about the drink eight cups of glass of water, eight, eight glasses of water a day. And they're like, who said that? And they're like, I don't know, somebody. And they're like, yeah, nobody yeah, actually you, said it. You find out those things about like the food pyramid <laughs> being a scam, things that are. I don't think they touched on the food pyramid. That's just one of those things that you find, right. you know, you right. end up finding out about it. You find out that it's just, it was some corporation or something that really sponsored it to get you yeah. to, to buy stuff. Yep. But yeah, I absolutely loved it. Adam Conover is, is the host of it. He's a comedian. But he does stuff with like uh, college humor. I guess he did that Mitt Romney style uh, video that went around what four years ago, six years ago, whatever I that saw was. That. I try. I generally try to avoid Mitt Romney related. I don't think I watched it, but I know it was one of those things people were sharing on Facebook back during during that election. I'll, I'll put that in but, the, in the library of the eight million things that I want to end up watching. I mean, they're like twenty two minutes a piece, yeah. and yeah, they're great. I still like it's got humor. There's characters on it, and the characters kind of come and go. It's 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 much a lot like of the fun. Karma Chameleon. Yes, I uh, I will open up Netflix and see like on my continue watching it and see Supernatural and those two <laughs> two beautiful boys staring me back in the face. And I just shake my head and go like, guys, someday I'm gonna I'm gonna have to retire eventually, and then maybe I can get. In, Obviously, Supernatural will still be an ongoing threat at that point, but you know, at least when I'm retired, I can start watching it <laughs> and feel like I'm making headway on it. Can't we just get paid to do nothing? That's what I want to do. There, there are various things. If we could figure out how to be influencers, we kind of could. I wish I could get paid to do comedy. That would be swell. Uh, you know, doing, I mean, you're like, doing all right. I'm. You're hanging. I out, do get paid to do comedy. You're hanging Let out me with s- comedies, Miss Pat. I mean, like. Quit my job, paid to do comedy. <laughs> how how was hanging out with Miss Pat? Miss Pat was great. Yeah, she was absolutely awesome. She loved her time, her two nights here. From the little bit shows you, were great. From the little bit you told me about her, I really kind of do <laughs> want to hear her hot takes on the Punisher as a as a whole. Once yeah, she she, it. <laughs> she was into it. Uh, took her to get sushi because she's doing a new diet where she's not eating uh, any land animals, basically. Okay. So she went and got some sushi. It was like a 45-minute wait for sushi <laughs> for takeout. So I had to 
I had to go back and pick it up. I hope the sushi was but good. She let me try one. She's she insisted that I try one. It was <laughs> it was all right. I'm not a sushi guy. She's like, no, you got to try this. She sounds like, like she was a delight. Yeah, I was like, uh, all right, I'll try it. She's like, come on, you know you want to. So I tried one, and it was it was good. Wait, Travis. It was like a California Travis, roll, basically. Please tell me she fed it to you. No. Oh. No. We're not that, oh. not on that level in my, yet. In my fan, in my Travis Tate fan fiction, she had the chopsticks. Like she did, like did the airplane going into the <laughs> hangar on you? No, she did like a dolphin noise because it's so she. <laughs> but yeah, she was she was great. That's good. Hundred percent great. Good set. Yeah. Yeah. You do. I had nice long sets. You say you you opened for? Her, is that right? I kind of emceed slash featured it situation. Did a long set up front. Good times? Yeah. Great times. It was great. I had a blast. Crowds were good. It was awesome. It's always good. I watched the trailer for The Beach Bum. Oh, yeah? You familiar with this? No, I'm not. You familiar with Harmony Corinne at all? No. Are you familiar with the movie Spring Breakers? Yeah, that's the one with James Franco, right? Yes. Okay. James Franco. Being, I know of uh, it, but I don't. Riffraff. Yeah, but I don't. I never saw it, but I, I am aware of it. It is a, it is a movie that I. Selena Gomez, right? I yeah. It was a movie that I begrudgingly have to admit is really good. Huh. I feel kind of gross for loving <laughs> it so much, but because it's, I mean, it's it's a movie that someone my age kind of shouldn't be watching i guess but it, it is it's really good it's just, i mean james franco's just about our age james franco is it's funny because he is definitely pretending to be the white rapper riffraff in it all oh, right i thought he was like captain ron yeah, kind, i mean <laughs> maybe that's where riffraff got his inspiration from but uh there's a great scene of him playing a, a britney spears song on a piano with the, all the girls it's just like if you have a chance, Oops, watch I it. Did it again. Do not let your wife know that you're watching it, or at least you're, you're going to have a long road convincing her. Like I'm watching this because it's artistic. It's the art. But uh, Harmony Corinne is making uh, another movie called The Beach Bum with uh, All Right, All Right, All Right. Oh yeah. And it looks Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, with Matthew McConaughey. It looks uh, Murph. Murph, can you hear me, Murph? It looks in the. What was that movie? The uh, the, the space one. Space and oh, Time. Oh, uh, Interstellar? Yeah. It was a good movie. I kind of didn't like it. I kind of thought it was okay and just got kind of bored in it. It was it was a mind meld for sure, but it, I liked it. Murph. I'm, Murph. I ain't mad at no one for liking it. I just was kind of kind of cool on it. <laughs> but uh, he is... You were just kind of like, all right. As far as I can tell from the trailer, Matthew McConaughey is the beach bum. Does he play bongos? He does play bongos in the trailer. Bongos. (laughs) Seems to be some sort of famous poetry writer, maybe? Just some burnout writer who's like really famous and trying to write something else and getting into all kinds of trouble and hijinks with drugs and such. That doesn't sound like Matthew McConaughey at all. I guess I'm going to be on... At least this one doesn't seem to heavily feature underage girls. Is this stage one of Dallas Buyers Club? It's like before it really got dark? Might be. (laughs) So I'm on board for it, and I won't have to feel bad about going and watching it. Yeah, I never saw it. I guess I shouldn't. I... I wish I could. Get, I wish I could get wholesome you, little Selena Gomez. <laughs> I wish I could get you through having watched uh, Spring Breakers to see what your feelings are on it. But it's 
It's a movie that someone our age is not going to feel comfortable watching. Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> and I think that's what it was like. The first little bit of it watching, I was like, oh boy, I, so many people have recommended So many people say this is brilliant. Oh, and then there's kind of a tipping wheel like, oh, wait. Oh, oh no. Oh, crap. I think this is brilliant. Oh, no. What am I going to... Oh, no. This... No, it's being really good. What am I going to do? I, I have noticed- to tell people that I think this is great. And they're like, you mean the one with like... Lots of naked young girls in it. Like, yeah, I guess. Oh, naked! You didn't even say that. Yeah, there is. That makes plenty it of plenty of nudity in it. That makes it even worse. Yeah. So I, I noticed watch. I, I saw Halloween, the the latest one. The yes. One from last year. Yes, I and really th- love that movie. There's a scene with teenagers, uh, getting frisky on the couch, and there's no nudity or, or anything like that. But it did make me super uncomfortable. I was like. Aren't they like twelve? They're a little young. I'm trying to remember that part. Yeah, uh, it's the babysitter. We were talking earlier about like there's the. Remember whole... when he shows up at the house with the, with the blonde girl babysitting the kid? Yes. And he, I don't know what he does to the boyfriend, but he basically stabs him. He stabs so he's him stuck like to the wall. Stuck to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Physics. I mean, hey, look, look. Again, we, we talked about like how durable. Uh, Marvel's Netflix's The Punisher is <laughs> Michael Myers is pretty damn indestructible. In oh that yeah, movie. he gets hit by a car and gets back up. I, I at the gets end of that movie, several times. I love the end of the movie, and I'm not going to give anything away. But it got to the point where I was like, "Why are you doing this? What? Not Michael Myers, the like Jamie Lee Curtis and Judy Greer who plays her daughter, and then the the girl that's the granddaughter." granddaughter i was like why are you doing this he knows exactly where you are now yeah there's are you stupid and i'm like yelling at the at the tv and then judy greer's character i was like why did you take this role you're so weak why are you doing this and then you find out there's like a twist and you're like oh all right that was a good payoff i'll I'll give him credit i I really enjoy that movie Makes makes me so happy to see Jamie Lee Curtis being amazing. I I just remember at the end when he's chasing Jamie Lee through the house, and uh, there's all these mannequins. I was thinking there better be a really good ending to this because <laughs> if the ending sucks, then I'm going to be disappointed. Why do you have all these mannequins? <laughs> or no, she she was shooting them. Yep, right? she, yep, yeah, and so. she had a mannequin room. You know, you got to keep them in a room. Just in case they come alive? I don't know. Yeah. I've seen too many Doctor Whos to keep a mannequin in my house. Watched, uh, again, another a, a common theme of horror movies is the mannequin trick. We watched... Uh, we the watched, mannequin tr- So you think it's a human, but it's actually a mannequin? No, you think it's a mannequin. Which one's the human? Oh, yeah, yeah. We watched uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer recently <laughs> for fun. How does that hold up? I, I enjoyed it, it that movie when it, it came out. It doesn't. Scream Scott, is again Jennifer Love Hewitt. Scream, yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt, great. Sarah you know Michelle Geller. Not so. Uh, oh, I get low down with you on this, Trav. Okay. Because uh, uh, Cindy is into those '90s kind of horror movie, that resurgence of horror, and we watch Scream, and some of Scream's '90ness. Would it be resurge like the drink? <laughs> resurgence of horror, perhaps. <laughs> But some of the 90s-ness of some of the acting or maybe just some of the slang being used can be a little cringy. But, like, all in all, Scream is a really well-structured movie. And you can really tell, I Know What You Did Last Summer is a movie that was like, man, Scream was really Let's popular. Let's throw something together. Let's throw something together. Yeah. Look, man. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I like Jennifer Love Hewitt. She is uh, I'm she's a, a I'm a big fan. She's a sweet From way back. Yeah. 
Party of Five. Killer Mac. Party of Five going was, all the way back. That was Penny's favorite show. Really? And I would watch it. How does Not because I liked the you show. You have to go home and see how Penny feels about I Know What You Did Last Summer. She probably but thinks it's fine. Kind of a key, a key difference between I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream is everyone in I Know What You Did Last Summer are kind of bad. Yeah, they're not likable. And they did a bad thing. Your your star... It's always in the back of your head. Your star, Jennifer Love Hewitt, you take a woman like Jennifer Love Hewitt and a key part of her performance is that you do the skip to a year later and she's not sleeping and she's <laughs> depressed and unhealthy. So you got a kind of sallow and pale and tired looking Jennifer Love Hewitt for most of the movie, which isn't kind of what you want to do with her. No, it kind of makes her more achievable, though. But even her, <laughs> even her is the most. You're like, out- okay, now I might have a shot. Even her is the most outright heroine in the movie. Is kind of a sucky person, whereas like Nev Campbell in Scream is just, you know, pretty good all the way through. Yeah, Scream is a Ryan well-written Philippe, movie. Ryan Philippe, it, there were points where Ryan Philippe's going through that movie, and I'm we we kept asking like, are we supposed to be rooting for this character? <laughs> Like, it's getting up yeah, to the he's point not where like, it's not a surprise. He gets killed pretty early on. And it's like they, they go through these scenarios where he's one of the four people that was in on the original kind of murder. And it's like he's he's a prick through the whole movie. So what do we care if he gets gets murked? Do you remember he was in the conversation to play Captain America? Was he really? I, I believe so. Yeah, I think it's him because he has blonde hair. Him and Benicio del Toro are in a movie. I think it's Ryan Philippe called Way of the Gun. It sounds familiar. It was like an indie-ish movie from the 90s that I think I liked at the time, and I'm scared to go back and see how hmm. it aged. It has... Um, um, Sarah Silverman has a very profanity-laced... Uh, <laughs> so the, it was a fa- it was kind of a... I don't know, famous thing at the time. It's They're outside of a bar, and they touch some guy's car, and he says something about, like, knock it off, and they give him the finger. And then the guy goes to tell him, like... He goes to tell him again, and Sarah Silverman just goes on this huge profanity-laced tirade wow. about what her boyfriend's going to do to him. It's it's the thing I remember from that movie, and it's a it's uh, an interesting scene. But I don't know how the rest of the movie holds up. But also, Ryan Philippe not great in. I know what you did last summer, <laughs> and that movie itself. I don't, I don't. I just don't. It didn't hold up very well to the test of time, which was a little unfortunate. That's too bad. Yes. Did you see the shed a tear for the ghost whisperer? (laughs) Did you see the picture of John Cryer as Lex Luthor? No, you didn't know about this. No, he's playing Lex Luthor on Supergirl. Really? Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to. You go ahead and stretch. I'm gonna try and take a look for that. Okay. So it's him, kind of in a. He's been in prison on, on the show since the show started, and his his sister Lena is kind of running Luther Corp. And the mom is, I think she got into, she went to prison, but is escaped now. She's on the loose. Says but here, John Cryer is... Cryer Lenny Luther. Really? Yeah. I've always heard it was Lex. That's weird. It's a, okay. It so, says John Cryer is new Lex Luther, but when I was Googling it, the first thing that came up was John Cryer Lenny Luther. How many people Googled Lenny Luther looking John Cryer why would for you, that to come up? Why would you? <laughs> so is the picture there? Um, I'm seeing some pictures of him bald with the beard. I don't know if it's showing the right picture. I think it'll be cool. Uh, on the show, I think Superman is off-world. He went... Uh, I don't know how familiar you are, you are with the Superman comics, hopefully more than me, but there's a colony that was like the, the remaining people of, of Krypton, 
was on this little floating city through. It, the, it's the he. I can't remember what it's called, but it's in bottle, the the original the city. No, it's not small. He had well, it's not yet. Yeah, it's I, it's the I don't size know if that's of a what city, they're going to end up doing with if that's what they're going to end up doing with it. But I know that part of Superman. So it gets shrunk down in the Fortress of Solitude. He has a little bottle with a city oh. of. Could be of uh, the last city of Krypton in it. It's the same city that's in the old Supergirl movie from the early eighties. It's, it's that, that same city, but Supergirl's mom is there, and she's like the mayor or something. I don't. Anyway, Superman went there with Lois Lane. They're gonna go and start, I'm looking a, at, I'm, start a family because you know the old thing from the Clerks. How could Superman and Lois Lane have a kid? Uh, so, but. On this planet or on this city, he won't have powers. He'll just be a regular person, so they could actually have a family. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, but bringing in Lex Luthor, that's pretty interesting to to battle with Supergirl because Lena Luthor's on the show and she's kind of friends with her, kind of like on Smallville, how Lex and Clark were friends. It's just interesting, and I think it's an interesting choice because he's always been a super likable guy and now he's playing the villain. So it's I'm like, interested uh, to see him as a villain. I don't know if this will come across. It looks like John Cryer is trying to play uh, Paul Shear in a movie. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but Hey, sure. Why not? It, it can't be any worse than uh, the social network kid in playing weird <laughs> autistic Lex, Lex Luthor. I know my son Brady keeps bringing that up every time. He just keeps bringing that up, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not great, but the movies are the the movies still have good stuff in them. You, you can boil it. You can just boil it down to like him trying to force a guy to eat a Jolly Rancher. It's like you made a choice. I feel, I feel like that that must have been the actor's choice. Like, no, no, no. I, I think it's going to be really good. I'm going to do I'm going to do the thing where I'm, I make him eat a Jolly Rancher. It's going to show this about my character. Like, no, <laughs> that's that was bad. It's just weird. Are you pumped for the Super Bowl, Jake? No. No, I heard that came down to a pretty bad, like, man. It was two overtime games. I heard it came. I heard it was pretty garbage. And the Saints the game, the Saints got screwed. The Patriots being in the Super Bowl is like the most boring thing ever. Anymore. I love the Patriots. I've, I've liked. Here's the funny thing. It's super popular right now to hate the Patriots. But if you ask people, why do you hate the Patriots? They don't generally have an answer. Oh, because really? they because they always win. Is that their a reason fan, to hate somebody? Their fans are bad, and they have a lot of really substantial allegations. Their fans can't help favored. it. They grew up in Boston. <laughs> so the Patriots don't suck nearly as much as Boston as a whole apparently does. The Patriots just got caught for cheating. Every team cheats. It's true. It's 100% true. They all cheat. They just got caught. Here's, right. a, here's why I like this. this, okay. doesn't, this I'm going to make my case. Audio. I'm bringing the glasses down and giving you a look. <laughs> There. Now you've had yep. it. Here, I'm going to make my case for why I like the, the Patriots. Because back when Tom Brady was a rookie, it was like 2001 season. And uh, Drew Bledsoe was the starting quarterback, and he got hurt. Brady comes in. He was drafted super late. He never even started in, in college. Comes in, leads him to the Super Bowl. I was on board with that whole run. They win the Super Bowl, and they beat the at the time, St. Louis Rams, who I was not a fan of because I was a 49er fan. And the Rams just kept killing the 49ers, so I hated them. And now they're going to be playing the Rams in the Super Bowl again, but they're the L.A. Rams. Now all the, everybody loves the Rams because they're in L.A. I see Rams hats all over Utah now. Like, 
that is such bandwagon fandom. Even in L.A., all my comic friends in L.A., yeah, we're the Rams. Woo! They've been there for two years. They just barely came back there. You didn't even have an NFL. You had the same amount of NFL teams as Utah for 20 years, which is zero. Now, all of a sudden, they're these huge fans. Whatever, posers. Quit hating on the Patriots. They're going to beat the Rams. If anything can be said, it's that your uh, fandom is at least not to be questioned. Yeah. Ball ram you. Ball ram you. Sheep be true. To thine own self be true. Sheep be true. No, it's from Babe. That's how Babe. Was it ball ram you to thine own self be true? Or am I thinking of... I don't know. I don't know what I'm Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Wires got crossed. But you want to know what I'm really excited for? Because the Super Bowl's two weeks away. You excited for the commercials? You know what's this weekend? (laughs) Uh, my anniversary. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thanks. I can't imagine that's what you're talking about, though. It's the Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna hit you up that uh, Daniel Bryan had something of a weird face to face with uh, AJ Styles and. Uh, that's a great and, feud. Uh, a melting candle that was in the ring, apparently. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Let's just say Vince McMahon is not into being on TV right now. <laughs> He's in the ring. He's on TV because he just got a huge deal from Fox, and he's really trying to get the ratings up as much as he can. Gurring. Yeah, he he pulled himself away from all of it, and he's very sparse up until the last month or two. He's not. He's not looking real great. He's like seventy five. He looks great for seventy five. Well, sure, I guess. I mean, he could probably bench press three hundred pounds, and I'm not even kidding. No. You can't put steroids in your face, Jake. <laughs> I guess it's... <laughs> Vince McMahon looks fine for his age. But he, he knows that he doesn't well, look I'm like Vince saying, McMahon from 20 years I ago. I guess I'm not, I'm not saying, Vince McMahon, you look bad for a guy of 75. I'm saying, like, Vince McMahon, maybe you shouldn't be out there. Maybe you should just take a rest at this point. He doesn't want to be out there. I think he feels like, and I, I've read this, he feels like he has to be out there. Because the ratings did drop, like on Raw. They just storylines were going nowhere. They're just they made Brock Lesnar the champion again. Roman Reigns uh, has his his, uh, his cancer scare going on, and he's yeah. dealing with that. And he's a he's a big money draw. So it's like everybody, you know, batting down the hatches, and we're all hands on deck type of type of thing. And he's on there for a little bit now, and he'll go back away. Yeah. He's focusing on his football league and stuff like that. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Screw the you, XFL. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Whatever. You already. He's already. They passed us over. We didn't get one. <laughs> Gee whiz, too bad. Anyway, Royal Rumble. It's going to be a blast. I'm excited. There's two Royal Rumbles now. There's a men's Royal Rumble and a women's Royal Rumble. I love the Royal Rumble. It's my favorite wrestling event. I I, I like the Royal Rumble even better than WrestleMania. It's just fun to watch. Okay. It's constantly changing because. Every two minutes, in theory, sometimes it's it's kind of like how I run open mic. It's like it's getting a little stale. Let's put somebody else out there a little early. Uh, Lanny Poffo's dying out there. Yeah, give him give him the light. Get thrown out. But it's fun the way they they plan out the match, and there's always new people coming in, and somebody gets thrown out, and somebody else comes in. And, and they then they have they always have some classics, right? Yeah, now. they've always got a surprise. Like last year, it was Rey Mysterio. Now he's back full time. Yeah. And the women's match last year, they had like probably at least a dozen like legendary women that came back because hmm. and it wasn't that they didn't have a roster because they have women that could do it but it was 
kind of like it was cool how they're like all these women that can still do it never had a chance to be in the royal rumble so they they gave them a chance and i think there will be maybe like four or five six maybe of those in the match this year and it'll it's just going to be like the current roster but royal rumble check it out it's gonna be some good matches daniel bryan versus aj styles so i guess becky lynch versus oscar that face ronda rousey versus sasha banks that face to face like you got any feelings coming out of that because i watched it and i saw some people talking about oh like uh you know daniel bryan out saying some pretty crazy stuff as part of his storyline i watched and i'm like for one, it it looked like it wasn't super well attended, and for two, it just it it felt weird. And maybe it's just because I don't I don't really watch wrestling. But I, there was I haven't about, watched. Truth be told, I I saw clips on Twitter, oh. but I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. He like super was calling out uh, where he they went. They ended up out of the ring and brawling and stuff like yeah. that. No, it was, but Daniel it was like, Bryan is now he's he's the the planet's champion. Yeah. Yeah, he's super and calling AJ out Vince like McMahon the as being champion. a boomer who ruined everything. Yeah, I mean that's his, and getting, that's his and gimmick getting booed right now. for it. <laughs> he really is. Daniel Bryan in real life is a super conscious person. He's vegan. He wears shoes made out of recycled materials. He really is like hmm. very green, and he's just kind of taken that and turned it way way up. Well, it is not being well received. If if he if he wants to catch some people with that message. It's not. It's not getting out there for that audience, seemingly. I mean, is that is that really the audience that's going to watch wrestling? <laughs> no. No. I, if you can't, I, I say this: if you really think that uh, Papa Shango turned into <laughs> a pimp in real life, if you don't think that these are characters being portrayed on TV, oh, certainly, then you probably need certainly. to. It, for, Get some context. For wrestling that I have watched, it felt awkward. Hmm. But you, you haven't watched it, so I That's called really... heat. That's real heat. People, oh, it wasn't... He the wasn't idea getting... of the character is you're supposed to dislike him. And maybe that and came... you're supposed to want him to get beat maybe up. Maybe that came from the, the venue seemed like a little light. Like, he, it didn't feel like he was getting super shy. Like, he was getting some booze and stuff, but it didn't feel like he was getting... It didn't feel like he was getting what I would maybe consider heat. But you have... Two of the most popular people on the roster. Well, AJ was already there when Daniel Bryan came back. It's like, we can't have both of these guys be the number one guy. It's impossible. Only one can do it. And that's why they switched Daniel Bryan. Because they tried turning AJ Styles heel like two years ago. It didn't work. People were still going nuts for AJ Styles. But I think where Daniel Bryan was gone for a while, I think what they're doing with him is... I mean, it's pro wrestling. If... If you're offended by somebody's personality in pro wrestling, they're playing a character. Mm-hmm. If people can't understand that, then come on, have some context. It's just silly. So any silly, other good, silly, uh, any silly. other good storylines coming to a head at the Rumble? Um, or anybody, ooh, you're, yeah, anybody you're uh, excited to see? It was going to be Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, but Braun Strowman. He got kicked out of that match because he tipped over uh, Vince McMahon's limousine. <laughs> did he? Did he pick it up and tip it over? Sorta. I mean, <laughs> obviously, there's like cables on the back that you can't see pulling yeah. it. But the no, thi- no, that's what the. I was wondering if that was the stunt. Like if he did, he ripped like the door off. Lift, but like he, like yeah, he got underneath. But he's done it a couple times. He he did it with a semi truck once. 
Wait, he flipped over a semi truck. Yeah, same deal. You can tell. You, know you could tell there's cables you know on what? the back. Wrestling, you're okay. <laughs> you Get gotta on see. Wrestling. You can find these on. Just go to YouTube and type in Braun Strowman tipping cars. Still over. getting out there. Sometimes, even though you know it's while, not real, you're still kind of like once giggling. Once in a while, I worry that wrestling <laughs> has kind of tried to be a little too realistic, but I guess they're still out there doing the hard work. Yeah. So he got he got kicked out of that match for flipping over the limousine as you do, and instead. It's going to be uh, Finn Balor facing Brock Lesnar. Finn Balor, he's a smaller guy. He's an Irish guy. He does this thing called the – he dresses up as the demon when he comes out for yeah, special we, we matches. we talked about that before with the crazy painting. Yeah, he's the one that's got the fa- the paint all over where it looks like almost like venom a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And uh, But he, he was the original Universal Champion, but he he injured his shoulder like – during the match and had to forfeit it the very next day he was champion for like less than a day so it's him it's him getting a chance to beat brock lesnar who quite honestly i'm not a fan of in pro wrestling like i i get that he's a a really good fighter and all this stuff it's just like he's there once in a while it's kind of i'm done with it like apparently apparently he's a huge draw oh he is yeah people love him i'm just like eh. those are the those are the things that i struggle the all he does is suplexes now th- things that i things of that ilk that i look at and go like wow you you seem to make the whole thing boring but you i guess if they're a draw what are you gonna do it's because people want to see him live he actually came here live uh last year at a non-televised thing which is super rare i wonder how they talked him into that i don't know like well, he faced the big show moneyed him or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't and know. I'll admit it was kind of cool to see him. I was kind of hypocritical. I was like, it's Brock Lesnar. It? I got to see Brock Lesnar. But <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited for Royal rumble. I really am. It's going to be fun. I'm going to get some chips and salsa. Yeah, there you go. Head down to the fantasy bridal, fantasy bridal, get some pace, a, a jar your, of pace, pick yourself up a Randy Savage wedding gown. <laughs> Yeah, Miss Elizabeth wedding now. Yeah. Elizabeth. Don't put it on credit. The uh, Repo Man will come and take it from you. <laughs> I actually saw a Repo Man match. It was Repo Man versus uh, Tito Santana. What, what led you to watching that? I, I was just watching some old... I watched some old classic stuff just because it's fun. I'll put it on like if I'm only doing something for 10 minutes or something. Did it have the and promos just, leading up to it or anything? Or sometimes they're on there, Because yeah. I was curious because... The repo where they would just show the graphic the of repo. like Brett Hitman Hart, and then yeah. he's standing in front of it. Yes, yes. When I came from Calgary, uh, I was curious because the Repo Man, the the famous one was the he was going after <laughs> Randy Savage because he was behind on his hat payments. Yeah. I was I was curious what he was going after Tito Santana. That for. was portrayed. I, I don't know. I think it was just it was just a, a one off match type thing. But they always portrayed him like he was a thief. With like the mask yeah, and the stuff, mask. it was just like the more you the more so you when look I was into, a kid, I thought he was a thief. The more you look into like wrestling history, they just wanted to, they took things <laughs> that were unpleasant and tried to right. make it a really. You know, it's the the idea of the who what was the dentist one? Doctor Isaac Yankum, DDS. Doctor Isaac Yankum of just like people don't like going to the dentist. Let's right. make a dentist who's a real jerk. Can I tell you one I forgot when we did that episode about wrestling? Of people who have jobs. T. L. Hopper. I don't know. What's that? He was a plumber. And he would, all of his, uh, all of his promos would be, he'd be plunging toilets. (laughs) 
And he'd come to the ring with a plunger. It was a dirty plunger, and Dude, he'd put me, it on me, their face. Please, yeah, I was going to say, please tell me his finishing yeah. move was Yeah, the, he'd, he'd the attack him like he'd face. hit him in the head with it. And Wait, which, which one would you rather have? Would you rather have the dirty plunger in the face or Rikishi's butt? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's a chance that Rikishi had washed. <laughs> Rikishi. I forgot about Rikishi. The guy's whole move was just grinding someone's face in. Have you seen the outrage about the new Cardi B video where it's I haven't watched it's it. dozens of, of women um what are what is it twerking on a yacht? Maybe and fe- I saw feminists that. are super upset about it and they're just like they're making it clap, so to speak. And <laughs> I mean there's dozens and I just kept thinking, Rikishi fans. They're all Rikishi fans. Yeah. The originator <laughs> of the twerk, Rikishi. All right. Well, <laughs> how's Rikishi doing out there? His sons actually wrestle. They're called the Usos, the Uso brothers. How how are their butts? <laughs> they're they're really fit, actually. They're like oh, not not going to carry that they, legacy. They jump across the top rope. They do all sorts of flips outside the ring. It's like it's almost like they're cruiserweights, but they're like two forty, two fifty. Yeah. 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 They're super athletic. Well, good on them. Well, I think we're getting to the end here. Oh, yeah. is it that time? I, before before we get to Magic Mike, though, I do want to mention they, they made a couple announcements for Fan X that I'm excited about. Is that right? Yeah. Who they announced, first of all, Kevin from The Office. And I want to, I want to find out if, if I can actually carry around a giant bowl of <laughs> chili. You ever see that one where I've in the office? He's the this is the bald guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. Have you ever seen like like the GIF of him tripping and the chili spilling all over the floor? I don't think I have seen that. It's one of my favorite moments in the office. So he would be cool to be. And they also announced Warwick Davis. Yeah, I saw that. That's that pumps me up. It'd be nice. He's I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I remember as a little kid, I wanted to meet him because he was wicked. Well, when they would show like the the special feature type stuff, yeah, he was. I was like, I want to be that. That's kid. the thing is, he. I was thinking like, how oh, Warwick Davis is still around. Like he was not that much older. He than was us like when he was twelve wicked, or thirteen. He? Yeah, yeah. Like, so he was just. A, he's probably. He's probably late forties. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe fifty. Go get him, Warwick. Davis. Yeah, he's not. He's not too old. Say hi to him when you see him. If I see him, I don't. I, I would have to pay to see him. I'm not going to bump into him anywhere. You know, I would have to. I would have to pay to get a photo op. You just never know. I'm not that big at Fanex. <laughs> not. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. As soon as you they get the the, the power of late to the party, they're late to the party. You might say, leverage that fame. Sure. <laughs> but that would be cool. So ho- hopefully that'll happen. That'd be pretty sweet. They had Vern Troyer. I had no. nothing against Vern Troyer Vern Troyer the gross Warwick Davis that didn't excite me like Warwick Davis I'm like yeah "Yeah, cool he's been in tons of things that we love Warwick Warwick Davis just the Harry Potter movies he was in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy he was in Star Wars probably you shouldn't ruin it but Warwick Davis seems like a guy who's probably a pretty nice gracious guy he's funny hopefully that's the case he was in uh, what was that Ricky Gervais thing with uh Carl Pilkington in it. I can't remember. Idiot, an Idiot Abroad. He did one season of Idiot Abroad with Carl Pilkington, and it was magic. Yeah. Okay. If, if it's still on you Netflix, you were able to get through Ricky Gervais it. to get to that. Goal, he's huh? barely he's barely on the show. He he sets up where they're going, and then there's like a phone call or two, but he's hardly on it. That sounds like it's a lot better. I don't hate Rick, Ricky Gervais. 
I increasingly, the more I see Ricky Gervais do anything, every time he pops up, I'm like, oh, Ricky Gervais, go away. He he just loves himself a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he loves himself. Goes, along, goes a long way. He likes to put Ricky Ver, Ver Gervais in your face. Ricky I was Jace. trying to rhyme that. Hey, Ricky, Ricky <laughs> I combined it into one word. New character, Ricky Verjay. <laughs> Ricky Verjay. Okay. I'm into this. We're just, it's all just mumble mouth today. It's yeah. Ricky Gervais's and Fisting Foxes. And <laughs> you like that indie band, Fisting Foxes? I mean, they are up and coming. Yeah. I, I wish they had more ballads, but other than that, you know, yeah. I can get behind it. I can get behind the Fisting Foxes. A lot of punchy lyrics. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I take it back. So you were telling me that uh, you had an embarrassing um, thing happen. At I did. Work? I did maybe the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life today. Which it, it, this wasn't a colossal like you know like spilling chili on the floor or anything. Like that. Just like <laughs> so. I'm gonna Trav. Can I tell you a little bit about me? I have something of I have some social anxiety specifically about looking dumb in public okay. to those degrees of like if if you're at a store and we're looking for the you know if we're looking for socks and for some reason we can't find the socks and like Jake just go grab one of the people and ask them if they ask them where the socks are I'm like no I'll, the socks are definitely in the store I'll just find them. <laughs> and it gets to the point where I just start wrapping up inside of what the fear is I'm going to go ask a teenager hey could you help me find the socks and they're going to go uh, Dude. And, and it's going to be like right behind yeah. me. This a right gigantic here, sign that says socks. Fruit of the loom socks, Socks, dude. you dipstick. Oh, so I, I had get, to do something at my job? I get wrapped up in that. Dude. And then I also have a social anxiety dealing with, I am terrible with direction. Specifically, when I'm indoors, I completely lose all sense of direction. You know, people will say like, uh, you know, I'm in the warehouse. I'm like, oh, go, go head down to the north end. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know where North is anymore. I'm indoors. I don't know where North is anymore. Right. But also, I tell you that to tell you that this slight story, this slight pass away of a story of, there was one time Cindy and I went to Wise Guys, and, one of, and this terrible night was, I left the parking lot at the gateway, and what, I was indoors, so when I came out of the parking lot, I completely lost track of what ways <laughs> east, west, north. You right. Know. And Cindy and I ended up like out by the airport at some point because I completely... I started driving down a street, and then I wanted to make a U-turn, but couldn't find anywhere to U-turn. Oh, and wow. I am not kidding. We ended up out by the like miles and miles and miles away from where we needed to be. It was just, it was a real <laughs> bad scene. And then since then, I just I, I'm trying to be conscious, and and part of it is getting so wrapped up in my head of like I'm going to make the right turn, I'm going to make the correct turn. And then all of a sudden, I'm on the freeway, and it's like three exits before I can turn around. I'm just like dying inside. And you're like in speed. You have to drive 55 miles an hour. Look, the Traf, bus will blow up. Traf, I can't drive 55. You know that about me. <laughs> yeah, you and Sammy Hagar. So there was a bit of a there was a bit of a hurricane of that today in that I had to go in for a neurological checkup for my epilepsy. Like okay. every few months I have to, even though I, I don't have seizures or anything like that, I have to go in and verify that with a doctor so that I can have my driving privileges. Mm -hmm. Well, it's up at the UU hospital where my dear wife works. And... But again, I forget. To, I've been up there lots of times, and I still forget how to get there every single time I it go. It is confusing up there. It, it, it's all. I mean, the, one of the doctors up there was very nice to me about that. But regardless, I go up there a lot. You know, for you know, take Cindy to work or take her stuff or things like that. But every time I go, I get nervous that I'm going to take a wrong exit. <laughs> and this is one where I have to go to appointments. This so is while driving. I'm under. A t I'm at a time crunch. Okay. And so I leave work, and I. 
I realize, okay, I need to go to the neurological center. I Google it and get some conflicting reports on what the neurological center is. So now I'm like, okay, I spent probably a good 10 or 15 minutes Googling to make sure I had what I believed to be the correct address. <laughs> now, since she works there, my dear wife, Cindy, was nice enough to meet me at the place. <laughs> or she would have if I went to, to the, the right, right place. <laughs> so I pull into what is the neurological center. I didn't need to go to the neurological center. I needed to go to the neurology research yeah. So I call, I call so Cindy, close. and I'm like, I'm at the neurological center. She's like, no, I don't think you're where you need to be. I tell her what street I'm on. She's like, no, that's not where you need to be. I told you today you need to go up to where I work and go a little past it. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can't look <laughs> at Google. Where's the place Cindy works? <laughs> and so now I am completely tied up in knots because now I'm supposed to be at a place, and I'm not there, and I'm embarrassing myself in front of my wife. I find... I. Not not finally. It took me a few minutes to get there, but I'm a nervous wreck now. We go in, and Travis, you know this about me. I drink a lot of water for lunchtime. Boy, do I ever that. know that. I've told you that many times. So much water. I had to tinkle really bad. <laughs> so I've, I've got the, I'm already up in knots because I had my dumb, I can't find things thing. I have to pee. I get in there, have a little bit of a clumsy, get myself checked in moment. That's not as bad. So now it's, I have to go find a bathroom. And you know what I realize about bathrooms, Trav? What's that? Bathrooms are in secluded places for a good reason. <laughs> and that's because when you walk down a hallway and realize you're in a new department and there's a desk right next to the bathroom door, <laughs> as I'm walking down this hallway to go to the bathroom that I see most immediately, uh-huh. I see a desk and I see several hospital staff. And I'm like, oh... Oh, I hope I don't do this. I hope I don't do. This. I'm like, I'm in my dumb social anxiety mind. I'm scared to death. I'm gonna go to the tour of the bathroom. Like that bathroom's not for normal people. You need to go somewhere else. <laughs> so, the dumbest thing that I think I've ever done, as I'm walking up to the bathroom, it's a you know handicap or whatever bathroom, and there's a sticker on the door that says, "Press button to activate." So now in my mind, I'm like, Oh my god, is there a button I need to push? Oh my god, where's the button? Where's the button? I go up and reach the handle, and in my mind, because I'm already so wrapped up in people seeing me do this, in my mind, the most obvious thing isn't occurring to me. And I start looking for the button on the door. I'm going, oh God, where's the button? Oh God, where's the button? And a voice from behind me says the thing that validates all of the social anxiety I have, which is, is the door locked? And I go, yeah. That's because it's occupied. And I'm like, oh my God, how did I not know that? Oh my God. My social anxiety is validated that like the most obvious thing, a bathroom door's locked. Of course someone's in there, you know, relieving themselves. And I walk and she's like, there's another bathroom. Just follow the green carpet. And I'm just like, oh my God. And I go back and tell my beautiful wife this story. And she goes like, you just made some poor person clench really hard. He was just trying to relax. I, I, I know. Well, you I did know. him a favor. And I just, I've been, it's been rolling over and over. A good pinch is hard to come by. <laughs> it's been rolling over and over in my head all day of like, how did, how was it that the first thing that occurred to me wasn't, there's just someone in there. <laughs> I'm looking around for some magical, like what bathroom has a button of like, you can't unlock this magical device until you press until you answer me these questions three and press a button. 
Oh my god! You want to know so... something crazy? What? I have the complete opposite social anxiety. I have the somebody's gonna walk in on me anxiety. Twice as a youth, I was using a public stall, and two men walk into the stall and go, "Oops, sorry." And I never thought of it as a kid. I'm like, "Well, that's weird." But now I'm like, "Oh, these guys were gonna do dirty things in a J.C. Penny bathroom." <laughs> yeah. Not at the pennies. So now I gotta like put one foot on the door. <laughs> I'm, so I'm looking at that's this. Why I, that's why I pinch like, it. Good, good pinch so is hard to come by. So now people don't know that the stall is occupied because you've got both feet up. No, one's on the ground. They just think I'm a peg leg or something. Yeah. It was man. It was a real bad scene. It, I, I I cannot express to you how much. Why would I not know? Why would I not know? Because <sighs> you were preoccupied. I was, you really had to go. And, and, and it's a complete vow. Like, yeah, now how can I do anything else? How can I ever ask for those socks? <laughs> now, now when I feel it like... It all comes hey, back to Jake, socks. Jake, just go, just go ask somebody. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to go ask somebody. I'm going to tap them on the shoulder, and they're going to turn around. And it's going to be that same woman that told me it's occupied. <laughs> <sighs> Trav, should we just talk to somebody on Magic Mike? Yeah, let's get to some Magic Mike here. Sounds good. I need to get out. I need to get out some nervous energy, and um, you know, watching the Punisher has showed me that that sort of combat really gets it out of your system. There's a lot of plot yeah, lines about the true. Frank Castle. There's something he to be said for it, that. There's a demon inside him that needs to get out, and he gets it through, out through that violence. So I thought, it's the adrenaline. What if I talk to someone who's generally combative, and I get get some of that out? Oh, Mister Rogers. Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk. I I, I want to talk to Mister Connery. Let's talk to Sean. Oh, Connery. Sean Connery. All right. Let's do it. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Strawberry shortcake. Yes? Hi, Sean. Hello. How have you been? I'm, I'm Sean Connery. I've been bloody great. Sean, did you get my email? I don't check emails. Thank you for asking, though. Yeah, don't you? What about the deal? Are, are you concerned with the deals? What deals? The email can get you a lot of deals. I don't go to wish.com. I'm Sean Connery. Sean, would you go... Yes, you, that's my let name. Let me ask you. Sir so Sean. Sean, you're a married man. You've been married for a long time. You're a gentle husband, from what I understand. I've been known to be gentle on occasion. Would you go... Would when you, she does what I tell her to. Hey, I'm not going to... She knows her place. Sean, I disagree with your methodology. She likes the Bond movies, too. I don't know if that's the thing that I'm worried about. Ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. That is how it goes, yes. Yes. Would you visit a store called Fantasy Bridal? I have been to Fantasy Bridal. That's where I get out all my kilts. Ah. What, what Only kind of the kilts best. Do you, what Only kind of kilts do you pick up at a Fantasy Bridal? You pick up a... You know the ones with plaid on them? You pick up... That, that what, like all kilts? I've... Lately, I've really been into the Roddy Piper. I'm trying to... I'm trying to establish what separates a regular kilt from a fantasy kilt. Well, the fantasy kilt, of do you course. Have any, do you have any Galadriel kilts? Galadriel didn't wear a kilt. You know, I was supposed to be Saruman the White. Was it? I thought I had heard that you passed on Gandalf. I passed on both of them, damn that's it one of to those, hell. That's one of those uh, those stories that supposedly you passed on... Maybe it was Magneto? Maybe Professor X? You passed on some Marvel movie, and then you passed on um, on Gandalf, and then settled on uh, League of Extraordinary yes, Gentlemen. Of course. I was Alan Quatermain. Alan Quatermain. Alan Quatermain. Yeah. That's a bad movie. I was like Tom Sawyer's father figure. That was one of your... Le- What's the last movie you were in? 
It was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That was my last I'm film. If, I'm wondering if you... You're the man you now, dog. That wasn't it. Yeah, no, that's... I can't even... I can't remember what the you, You're the Man Now, dog. It's not important. I will every once in a while, you know, find that, that website that was just that playing over and over and over again because <laughs> it's fun, but... What about Entrapment? Catherine Zeta-Jones. The, the laser scene. That's all you got to remember about Entrapment. Are you a cop? That's what I said. That's what I asked her. And then she fell in love with me. Wait, that's what you what? Are you a cop? That's what I asked her. Oh, I thought you said that's what you shed. I was wondering what kind of a... No, well, yeah, I shed that too. I shed. Gross. It's, I, I, I live in the Highlands. I shed. I think it's dry air. Killed, I'm sure you're leaving a lot behind. That's kind of gruesome. <laughs> I leave some DNA everywhere I go, oh, Jake. That's entrapment right there. <laughs> John Connery. <laughs> Wear a jockstrap. I wrote a poem. You want to hear it? Oh, I guess I, 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 what I come from, it's called a limerick. Okay. Okay, set me up. Sean. Are you ready? Uh, I, was listening, I was listening to your story. Oh, <laughs> how did you hear my story, Sean Connery? Because I was in the waiting room in Travis Tate's head. They have that? He has a giant damn head. His head is so huge. Hmm. Roger Moore's here, too. <laughs> is he? Yes. Wait, is that? Wait. Is Travis Tate's head that long-rumored thing in the Bond universe where, like, there's a retirement home where all the former Bonds... That's where up? they all live, yes. Oh, man. It's actually like uh, John being John Malkovich up in I here. Say, it's <laughs> being Travis Tatevich. Yes, that's right. A lot of, a lot of cross lines. You want to like say that. hi to Roger Moore? Uh, sure. Hey, what's up? Hello, I am Roger Moore. Hi, Roger Moore. I have to go or Sean will slap me. Bye, Roger. I'm back. <laughs> What a ninny. <laughs> He's afraid of me. It's great. Is, is Timothy Dalton in there? Timothy Dalton's not here yet. No. no. <laughs> is Timothy Dalton not in there or his voice is not one that you're entirely No, Timothy with? Dalton's off playing Shakespeare somewhere. He thinks he's a real actor. I'm a real actor. I was in Darby O'Gill and the Little People. You were in Darby O'Gill and the Little People. I sang a song. What, what about, should we talk, how did the, so... You're a man who likes to kill it. You're a man who likes to, you know, be free. How do you feel about that Zardar's outfit? That Zardar's outfit? I rocked the Zardar's I'm outfit. Not gonna, I am not going to deny that. There was no BDSM before Zardar's. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Are you ready to hear my limerick? Oh, I thought I got away with it. Okay, no. let's hear your limerick. If you sprinkle while you tinkle, be a sweetie. Wipe the sheety. I don't think you came up with that one, Travis. I, I wrote it 50 one. years ago. Well, you should have copyrighted it. Yes. Can we... Wait a minute. Has someone got copyright on on that limerick? No, I should have copyrighted it. would be in podcast, public hey, domain podcast now. I have trouble with that. The copyrighted material gets said, and then we're going to get a cease and desist. Not Travis. Sean, have you led us into a copyright violation? <laughs> My trap has finally worked. Oh, Sean you Connery. You goofy bastard. Sean Connery, how dare you? <laughs> Hoisted on my own Connery petard. Anyway. <laughs> I-, I was told I can't say that word anymore. <laughs> petard. Yeah, I'll be That's what I call not- Roger Moore. I'll be comfortable hey, with you not saying that one either. Ah... <laughs> uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yes. Are you working on any projects in the... Mm, mostly I just sit around here doing shit-ups. Oh. <laughs> I've been be, right. Be a sweetie, wipe the CD yes, after you do that's those. Right. No, I'm retired from acting unless 
unless I get the cough of James Bond. You think you, you think you're gonna come back, dude? Who else is man enough? Tom Hiddleston, Michael Fassbender, no. What about Benedict Idris Cumber- Elba? What about Benedict, Benedict no. Cumberbatch? We like him, Benedict right? Benedict Cumberbatch? Sure. No, he's Sherlock Holmes. I guess that you can't be Sherlock that. Holmes and James Bond. I don't know. People can be a lot. That of will break the space-time continuum. Sean, what do you know about the space-time continuum? I invented it when I was writing that limerick. If you really? say it, yes. If I the say space-time it, space-time continuum is only fifty years old. Oh yeah, I invented it. Uh-huh. It's time. It's linear. It folds over on itself. It's a flat it's, circle. It's timey-wimey stuff. Sean Doctor Connery. Who. Sean Doctor Connery. Who. If I say it three times, we'll all go back in time. Don't do it. I'm not going to. Okay, thank you, Sean Connery. Sean I don't want to go back in time. I'm I don't want to go back when you can't slap women around. Oh, wait, that's when you could. I do want to go back in time. I'm going to say it. Sean Connery, I cast you back to a time when you could, I guess, slap women, but I cast you back there, and you're hopefully going to learn... Your lesson and not do it. I probably won't if you tinkle while you sprinkle for your sweetie wipe city. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, How was Sean Connery? You know, he wasn't. He wasn't entirely. He's the best Bond, you know. Mm, okay. He's th- the forebearer. I think outside of uh, Lazenby, you can probably make your own case for best Bonds. Even, even I thought Lazen, I thought Lazenby did a good job, except that his voice was dubbed for for oh, yeah. the entire movie. Basically, I think even Dalton, like I, it'd be a tough one to to push. But I think that you know someone could say my favorite Bond is Dalton. I'm sure, fine. I like Dalton, but I don't like the tone of those movies. They were too serious '80s. Yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Especially uh, the second one, License to Kill. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's probably one of my least favorites, but. It's, I guess anyway. it's a good thing about the Bonds is that every time you get a new one, you can kind of reinvent it. And There's always another Bond. There's always a bigger Bond. There's always a bigger Bond. So, Travis, we have hit the end of this dusty old We sure have. You got anything coming up that uh, people ought to know about? Uh, I mean, I'm always doing shows and stuff. This weekend, I'm actually working with Ben Bailey yeah. from Cash Cab. Yeah. I've got to go pick him up at his hotel. Wow. And drive him from Salt Lake to, twist of to West Jordan. I know. I was like, so are you going to like, do I get to ask you questions? Res- or? Red light challenges. Yeah. Like, I'm sure every <laughs> town he goes trivia. to, some comic book, he's like. <laughs> Don't ask me any questions <laughs> and we'll be cool. <laughs> ask him stuff that you're going to do, but ask him about like, so uh, am I going to get a free spin <laughs> at this light? Do I get, do I have to do the physical challenge? Do he was the to- host of cast. Cash cab. If do you, you bring, don't know who he is. ask him like, do you do you bring the big fake nose that you got to find the prize up in it with you? <laughs> that was Double Dare. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Ask him questions about oh, other from game Double, shows. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got lost there. I think. I I'm think sure he's, he's had all the Sean Connery about. still in my head. Oh, Sean Connery. Yeah, he's like slapping women, playing the bagpipes or something. I don't Dang know it. what he's doing. Can Sean Connery actually play the bagpipes? Can anybody actually play the bagpipes? Is a better question. question. It's but, kind of fill with air and move your fingers around the holes. So did you say you're going you're gonna to do like a set with Bill Bailey or you're just kind of helping him out? Ben Bailey. Ben Bill Bailey, Bailey Bill I think, Bailey. was on. Thurl Bailey. Thurl Bailey. Was Bill Bailey uh, Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life? That, that's weird because I haven't seen that movie. but uh, Or maybe it was his brother. Billy. Billy. Which, which Bailey is it again? Now I'm all stuck on different Baileys. Who's, uh, your, who's your Bailey? Who's my Bailey? Yeah. Thurl. No, the guy that you're going to go pick oh, up. Oh, Ben. Ben yeah. Bailey. Oh, my God. Ben Bailey. 
So you're doing yeah, the, I'm, I'm doing sets on those shows this weekend. So. Oh, cool! That that that's a that's a fun get. Yeah, I'm excited. It should wow. be fun. And uh, where where are you doing those shows at? Uh, Wise Guys Jordan Landing. Oh, way cool, way cool. Yeah. So this will come out after they already happened, but hopefully you were at the show. Yeah, hopefully you're at the <laughs> show. Check out check out Bill Bailey. He's a funny guy. Also check Bailey out Ben can. Bailey because he's in town. Gosh, darn it! <laughs> Son of a biscuit. Before we go off, I just look up Ben Bailey. My, look just, up Bill Bailey. I just threw down my giant oversized cowboy hat and stomped on it because I'm so mad that I keep calling him Bill Bailey. His Winona's big brown beaver sized cowboy hat. He's looking up Bill Bailey right yes, now. Yes, I've been wearing... Is there a Bill Bailey? Bill Bailey is an English comedian. So I, I was in the ballpark. An English comedian? I was in the ballpark. That's a... Like, that's a lucky shot. Like... I'm going to take the W on that one. Do you know? Oh, I've seen that guy. He's on that. He looks like a guy who is the uh, the person in the horror movie that you're supposed to trust early, but find out that he was on the side of the bad guy the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he. Sorry, Bill Bailey. I'm sure you're a very funny and charming guy, but you got you just got to look. Look, look, man. Just hey, look. We've all got to look. look. I hope you exploited it. I've got to look. You've got to look. She's got the look. Oh, she does. Roxette when told me that. When did her bright eyes turn so blue? I don't know. Everything I ever do, I do for you. And they say sha la 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 la. <laughs> they do. They've been known to say that. So great those sets. Uh, ben Bailey, good get. <laughs> he's a funny guy. Please check him out. Check out Bill Bailey. From what I understand, he's great. <laughs> he's on a show called like Black Book or something like. Or, I don't know what it's know. called. Couldn't tell you. You gotta try and dance away from that. <laughs> uh, anything else you'd like to promote while we're here at the end? Just the the podcast. Tell all your friends about it. Please like, please we're subscribe. Starting to, we're building a, a download following, and it's pretty awesome. Please, I want to get all the people listening. Please rate us. We would love to hear some feedback. Uh, it's how we get exposed. If you live with your grandma, I mean, just put it on, even if she doesn't listen to it. It's just like, it'll be like we're her grandsons too, you know? Why not? Why not indeed? I'm big with grandmas. Uh, you can find... I've a, never met a grandma that didn't like me. If you'd like to talk to us, later to the tater at gmail.com. We're always open to hearing from y'all. Uh, if you want to see what we're doing, Travis, uh, Travis Tate Comedian. Travis Tate Funny Travis on Tate Instagram Funny. and uh, Twitter and uh, Travis Tate Comedian on Facebook. Uh, Jake underscore doll on Twitter if you're into that kind of punishment. But uh, I won't blame you if you skip me. My latest tweet, by the way, was to Christina uh, Pajitsky and Tom Segura. They're married. They have a podcast called Your Mom's House. And they always talk, they talk about poop a lot. So my tweet to them was, his and hers toilets. Are they better side by side or face to face? That's what you get if you follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Did you get any traction on that? <laughs> Not a thing. Yeah. No. Sometimes... It, the times when something... I should have texted it to them so they actually saw it. Tweets that get traction are real weird. <laughs> but uh, Or some of the responses... I think it's funny. Can weird. you imagine face-to-face toilets? Or si- what, what's did more you, awkward? Did you ever see that Saturday Night Live skit? No. There was a skit called The Love Toilet. Oh, man. Dang it. Travis, you're stealing their memes. Dang. I didn't steal it. I didn't know it existed. For stealing the meme with Travis Tate... Dang it, Saturday no. Night Live. You actually came up with it's something pretty, funny. Who would have guessed one. it? It's like, a, it's like a sort of S-shaped where like seat, seat, and you can just stare at each other toilet. That reminds me, Pete Davidson is coming to saw, or to Wise Guys this, this weekend. That's true statement. That's crazy. He looks very... The only thing I know about him, he looks sickly. 
That's all I know about him. Yeah. I mean, I hope he's he okay. dated Ariana Grande. I hope he's, yeah, that's, yeah that's, there's, there's, I, I guess I do know two things about him. I know he dated Ariana Grande and that ended pretty, uh, he seems to be pretty bummed. There's out rumors that. that he was uh, spending time with Kate Beckinsale, which. Poor guy. Wow. High five on that. Poor guy. Kate Beckinsale. That's so. the Venn diagram of, uh, you know how couples have their, their lists? Yeah. That, that's the Venn he's diagram batting. of our list. He's batting for the cycle. <laughs> so uh, uh, we'd like to thank Blue Wave Theory for our opening and closing hymns. Yeah, you don't even know we're using it, but thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, if any of you out there end up doing your own business, find them. They do excellent work. So I think that's great. Also, if you do, if you make music, I'm not saying we would dump Blue Wave Theory, but uh, yeah, if you make music, we would, and apparently we, you're we would very consider bored. playing it at least. I get. I, <sighs> hey, if you I, have a band, yeah. Look, I I have expressed I really I really like listening to mu- new music. I guess if you're send a, it to us, you're a music a musician of some stripe. I would love to hear your stuff. I guess I don't know. I was, sure, I would consider playing it. Why not? Play it after the, the, the outro. Why not, indeed? Yeah, I'll throw it on there with your permission if you want it on there. Hundreds of people will Interesting hear it. new challenge to the listening audience. Yeah, so if you're for in a band, why not? For musicians everywhere, uh, I If you make Jake. sock puppets, send me one of those. I'm all for it. Give me presents. If you make, like, peanut brittle, sure. Send it. Just write care of... Travis Tate on it and see if it makes it to me. Well, let's try it. I'm tired. <laughs> let me let me pull your ripcord in this. For Lake of the Party with Travis Tate, I'm Jake. Oh, no, I'm Travis Tate. And better Tate than never.